welcome to another episode of Confessions of a 20-something podcast. I'm your host, Mariah. And I am accompanied by my co-host, Maya Cheyenne. And today we have a new episode for you guys. And we're talking about becoming a woman and a black woman. Okay. And it is Women's History Month. Okay. Yeah. We're in the month of March. So shout out to all the ladies. It's a good day to be a woman. Good month. It's always good to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for me on your period. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can get into that. <laughs> um, any female empowerment song, woman song that we like? I'm Every Woman, Winnie Houston. Sorry, Shaka Khan. <laughs> She's still going to get her check. Mm-hmm. Her. Definitely Destiny Child, Independent Woman. That's, my, that's part, what I think of. Part two? I, yes. I don't think you're ready for them jelly for them boys. I don't think you're ready for them jelly for them boys. Okay. I don't think okay, you're ready. Right, right. <laughs> Am I going too many times? <laughs> Beyonce, Michelle, and Kelly. Um, For me, but the first song that came to my mind was oh, yeah. Alicia Keys, Superwoman, <laughs> and Natural Woman by Aretha Franklin and Carol King. I don't really have like a, what's the song that gets me hyped that's like, yes, woman, woman. I don't think I have one. I really don't. Yeah, but those Me are like neither. the songs. If like song association was happening right now, I'd probably sing one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First question is, what does being a woman mean to you? And I guess I'll go first. Being a woman to me, I think it means being a boss. It means being just empowered and it just means I don't I don't like that women have to be strength you know like people Mm. like put that on women like you're a strong black woman I just shouldn't have to be especially in the sense that you know that most of that conversation is around but I think it, it does mean strength um but not in that context I think it means strength I think it means empowerment I think it means beauty and yeah I just think it means I'm, I'm the best i don't know like being a woman is the best i would say so i would say that's kind of what it means to me yeah i agree with everything that you said you know being the boss being a uh, being powerful yeah being powerful being you know that chick mm-hmm. um around like that <laughs> um like you said, being a woman is um, the best, like you said, especially like being a black woman, mm-hmm. minus all, you know, the things that negative things that can come with that. But yeah, being a black woman, it's just like we're superior at the end of the day. Period. That's that's at least what I think. Right. <laughs> I think I'm still learning all that I am. I agree. Being a woman. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I haven't really fully tapped into other sides of like my womanhood yet. Mm-hmm. And I know I like I'm waiting. I'm excited to to see where that leads me to. But I think I'm still like redefining who I am as a woman. But I know certainly that being a black woman, it feels good. I love being in my skin and I think for a long time I wasn't able to say that because of, you know, um, just like insecurities, mm-hmm. like, you know, taking over and not being able to really see like my true beauty from the inside and out. But 
it feels good. I really am at a place now in my life where like I really just like love my outer layer of me. Mm-hmm. And um cuz there's so many women not to not to bash other you know nationalities or races, but there are a lot of people that try to copy black women. And mm-hmm. I mean we see it everywhere and mm-hmm. you know pop culture everything. So mm-hmm. it's just we're obviously I mean black people in general are very inspiring um and we we feed off of people feed off of us mm-hmm. and so but just in general just being a black woman yeah I, I when i think of black woman i think of love that's really what i think of and mm-hmm. i think that's what we are period yeah i agree with what you're saying i definitely am still learning what it takes to become a woman and a black woman but i think that I agree, love, and I, I think I am becoming and working through loving me, especially my outward appearance, I guess, like, I guess, because there's so many, um, you see a lot of negativity and criticism and just no love for, like, darker-skinned women, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. listen, I can tell you, like, how much, I didn't, I didn't hate myself, but I would say like how much I just was like, I like nobody wants me in in any sense. Like I feel like I had internalized racism kind of against myself, against other dark skinned women. Mm-hmm. And but I'm learning and I'm embracing and understanding that I'm a force to be reckoned with. Period. Like no matter what my complexion is, you know what I mean? And I don't I s I I know I know where it came from, but I don't really get it. Like, what what's the divide? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I'm learning to love the physical skin I'm in and love, you know, like the inside, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and the outside. But yeah, you know, we're we're definitely all a work in progress, and you know, like you were saying, I'm still, you know, learning to love different parts of me as well. But I think as a whole, I'm like I'm there. Like, okay. This feels mm-hmm. good to be in this space, but you know, you you go, you have those those fluctuating like ups and downs where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. like I'm back here again. Mm-hmm. But then you got to lift yourself out of that space. So growing up black and just growing up in general, were there any black women figures that you looked up to, um, whether they were a celebrity, whether it was like a family member, a friend, someone you just randomly met? I think it's so easy to say Beyonce, but (laughs) like, that's who I really grew up on. Mm -hmm. I mean, if Destiny's Child, Beyonce, that was my star. She was a star pupil in my eyes. I mean, I wanted to, I still want to meet her, but you know, it was just like, oh, everything Beyonce. But I do also remember when I was younger, my mom brought me a, um, the autobiography of Coretta Scott King. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've read that so many times. It's like really a small book, but I, being, you know, like 12 or 13, like I read it so many times that I started to admire her. And mm-hmm. I remember like the day she died and I think it was on like ABC or one of those news channels. And I was like, wow. And, you know, just like reading her life and, you know, being, um, you know, alongside Martin Luther King Jr. It was just, you know, I, I, she was a phenomenal woman, so. That would mm-hmm. besides you know Beyonce like looking at someone else like Coretta Scott King is the first person that comes to my mind. Also, like I look up to my mom, mm-hmm. like she was and still is. I think the 
like first woman at the forefront that I would consider inspiring. And mm-hmm. I know, again, you know, she, you know, she's not perfect, but like, there's a lot of qualities about her that I want to keep for me or, you know, that I'm, I'm learning, um, because I, I don't want to be just like her, but at the same time, I want to be just like her right. <laughs> in, in certain ways. And so she definitely inspires me a whole lot of different ways. That's good. Growing up, I, that wasn't something that was really like, I was really thinking about like, who was I looking up to? Cause I hate, I used to hate when they used to ask that question. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like I look up to myself, like no I look up, that. I look up to my future self, like, why I'm still like the reason that I'm I'm I keep going is because of my future self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will probably just say myself, my future self. And like you said, Cheyenne, I wouldn't say I will I'm like I will look up to Beyonce, but I would say like her work ethic is yeah. something that is very like inspirational. Um mm-hmm. a lot of people can't do what she doing a lot of people was not doing what she doing you know even if they tried like her her she has set the bar for a lot of things as far as performances you know singing lights fans cameras like all that type of stuff um still going while her hair stuck in the face <laughs> <laughs> just as a, a entertainer that like what she does I can see how that is something that is definitely inspirational. But I would say as I would say someone like career wise, not career because she's she's not a psychologist, but I would say someone that I like that does kind of something that I would want to do will be Ianla. Ianla Van Zant. Like I love her. <laughs> and I don't know why people don't like her. I I never understand that. But um she's just like for someone to be so she is just like what she can do to me is just like wow like can I actually do this? <laughs> Not <laughs> oh my <laughs> I was about to say what this picture what she said <laughs> Wait that right that's the um, woman that be oh what did she say in that video? <laughs> she was like no we're so yeah. I forget but it was you like will not disrespect <laughs> Another like, woman. No, nah, I I like her too, so I can see that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like I really do love her. Her show is over now. It's so sad, but um, I just think I just don't understand why people want ask for her help, and then when they get on her show, they start acting crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they start acting like, um, like she wrong or something. It's just like I feel like people that go on her show. Some people, especially the celebrities, more so the celebrities that are on there, they they are not ready to really, like, be healed yeah. in a sense. I feel like For it's sure. still a reality show, kind of. Mm-hmm. So that could be, like, a pool for a while. You know, they just doing it for reality. Right, she, yeah. Sorry, reality aspect. That's one of the reasons why she uh she uh, canceled her show. Because mm-hmm. like, she was like, she wants to actually help people who actually want help. want help actually want to be healed and stuff like that. But yeah, like she, that I would say that's someone that I would say the gift, I guess that she has is 
inspirational? Beyonce for sure. I'm pretty like I think my senior quote in high school when they no not my senior quote or maybe one of the senior questions is like what do you want to be when you grow up and I said Beyonce. <laughs> um or they, some a question like that in that sense but like if you knew me during high school you knew like i was beyonce crazy i was beyonce obsessed and like you said maya as a performer as an entertainer as a vocalist like i mean she perfection isn't but like perfection is she's dang near perfect yeah. with her technique vocally um just performance like you're you're going to be entertained and i understand my problem with people who be hating on beyonce is not that it's just like okay you might not like her voice because there are some singers that sometimes i don't like winnie houston people think she's dang near perfect you know what i mean yeah but it's like okay but i can acknowledge and say okay i may not like her tone i may like not like her voice i may not even like what you know i may not like the performance per se, like her dancing or whatever, but you cannot deny the work ethic and the talent. Mm-hmm. It may not be your cup of tea, but you cannot deny that. And that's what really pissed me off in high school and still pisses me off is when people try to deny because that woman works. If you ever watch any of her documentaries mm-hmm. and I love those documentaries because I'm just like, Ugh, I love seeing behind the scenes and you can really okay. see what she put in. So I would say Beyonce and like whenever I think of like kind of the first, like person i always go back to remembering beyonce like the first music video that i really remember ever seeing like that i can really vividly remember is like beyonce and so when i think back she's like a first vivid person that i remember looking up to i re- i wasn't this is off topic but this is about beyonce because <laughs> i don't like i remember y'all being like beyonce crazed but like i never was until i think like <laughs> college (laughs) i remember the the first time like really listening to her is when at when we used to live at 402 and Mm -hmm. melinda was always staying with us Mm -hmm. or when was that 5 30 yeah when she was always staying with us she would always play um i am sasha fierce so that's like the first album Mm -hmm. of hers that i really remember like listening to continuously Mm -hmm. because she would always play it and yeah, I would say maybe like, yeah, like after high school was when I was like really starting to like, I wouldn't say obsessed or anything, but yeah. like, yeah, I hate using that word. <laughs> I actually hate it. When I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really can't remember a lot of people growing up that inspired me that I was like, ooh, they inspire me. But now I just have people that I really, really admire and that I just, I'm just like, I want your qualities. And one of them is Renee Elise Goldsberry, um, original Broadway cast, Angelica Schuyler in the American musical Hamilton, Hamilton American musical. Um, I just love her. And I just, she's just so inspiring. Like, I don't know. It's just, I guess her personality, her energy, her spirit. It's just very inspiring. And we stand. And yeah, right now, I don't know. I'm, I'm still... There are still people every day that I'm just like, I like you. You know, like, I like what you're about. I like what you're doing. And that, and seeing them go, it's just like, I, I got to keep going. So I don't really have too many women, but I would definitely say Beyonce, number one. So are you guys proud to be a black woman and what makes it worthwhile? Absolutely. Um, I feel like 
If I wasn't black, what would I be? (laughs) (laughs) If I wasn't black, I don't know who I would be. But I feel like being a black woman is what makes it worthwhile is that I feel like a lot of things like we I just feel like black people in general, like. We are just party. We are just <laughs> born with you know, the flavor, the yeah, the sauce, it. like the Genesis qua. We yeah. like we have it all. Whether you tap into it now or later, like you still have it. And it's yeah. just like I will never understand why people hate us so much but want to be us at the same time. Mm-hmm. It will never make sense to me. But it's just like, yeah, we have we have it all. Like the style, the hair, the mm-hmm. lips, the bodies, the all of it, you know. We got it naturally. Some of us, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> right. it's, it's just like we I don't know. Like I said, we're really superior, like mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And it's just amazing just being black because all we're that black. All the self tanner in the world will mm-hmm. never turn you. Into I don't a- need to get under a tan. <laughs> I don't need that. I'm sorry. You will never be black. I'm sorry, but it's just so funny too because I remember when I was younger and I used to want. I didn't want it. Used to be white, but I wanted white girl hair. Like I mm-hmm. wanted. I think a lot of black a black girls <laughs> I literally have thought that. Had, yeah. I literally said that recently because I was just like I was done with my hair and I was just like. <laughs> Honestly, because they could just wake up and go. They like, me, sleep. I they can't. They don't have to worry about their hair being matted, waking up in one side, being real real stuck to your head. Yeah. I was like, dang, like, I really used to want that. But then, but that's also, that was also, you know, in that stage where I also hated my hair. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> you know, it was just, I just used to admire the hair. But now, I mean, I don't. Yeah, like, I also feel like they don't have. They can't do much. Yeah, it's just that's like, what I was about to say. Cause I remember, yeah, like younger years, I was like, oh, I wish my hair was like straight and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Yeah. But they can only do updo curls or straight. <laughs> the curls don't even be holding. <laughs> Little waves. I don't know. Curls like that's holding. and you can do so much with one natural hair and then two protective styling. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just like we can do a lot. White people, I'm sorry, but stop. No, I'm not sorry. Stop. <laughs> trying to get box braids okay it's not going to work in the dreads in oh jesus that's funny that you say that because i and i'm gonna go back to the question mm-hmm. and answer it fully <laughs> i just before i forget this because i had an assignment in school i had um i think for that particular class it was like a fashion design class or something it, it had something to do with black history but it was in like the fashion department mm-hmm. um at howard and so for one of our assignments, our teacher, our professor, she told us to, um, there was a, there was a picture of a white girl going around on Twitter. I don't know if y'all remember, but she had box braids and she was like real young. And I think that, um, her hair might've been blonde. I'm a, I forget. I'm gonna try Mm -hmm. and bring it up, but she basically posed the question, you know, like, do you have a problem with this? And, you know, we, we had on a discussion board, so we had to answer, answer, each of our classmates, you know, well, one or two. And when I really thought about it, I was just like, okay, do I really have a problem with this white girl? No, she's not hurting anyone. Right. But I basically, this is how I feel about the whole white girls getting braids. When you really go back to like history wise Mm -hmm. and who really invented braids is black people. I mean, it's like Africans, 
you know, and so that's where it all started. When mm-hmm. you look at the braid patterns of our ancestors and where that generated from. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I don't have a problem. I don't care if white people want braids, get your hair braided. But I think it, it was created for black people. So it looks better on mm-hmm. black hair. I also mm-hmm. think that white people do certain things like that as to try to be funny, like mm-hmm. as they trying to mock or stuff like that. So that's why I just, when some stuff they do, I just be like, yeah. Are you being for real or like, are you being serious? But like, it's like, but why do you want box braids? That's yeah. be my, that's my question. Like, what, what do you, what are you getting out of it? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. No, that, yeah. Because, you know, for one, your hair is going to slip out. Like the synthetic <laughs> hair in your hair, it's not mm-hmm. going to, it's, it, it might stand up right. for a day. Right. I don't know. And because our hair has like so much grip and texture, tent- yeah, you know, friction and texture to it that's why it was made for our hair and it's it's just funny when i just think about that too um like if i wasn't a black woman like i wouldn't be able to do none of those styles and i just Mm -hmm. or not saying that i wouldn't be able to but i think i think it just box braids braids in general i think just look better on black women that was Mm -hmm, my 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 takeaway from that particular assignment that we did mm-hmm. you know do what you want with your hair as long as you ain't killing nobody right. do what you want it's but just at like, the same time it just looks better on us right it's just like appreciation versus appropriation yeah i feel like too. and i feel like uh, it's so many things that i could say and it's just like i'm not i feel like so many people be so like riled up not that you don't have a right to be riled up about stuff like that but at the end of the day it's not that i don't care because it's just like like you said are you killing anybody like are you really i feel like it's the intent behind it i guess that really is but i mean especially like for like a little kid like they don't know and you know you need to take that with the mother or the parent but i feel like sometimes i also i also be like thinking about multiple angles like not that i'm trying to defend white people and stuff like that because i but i feel like also i've heard white people say this so my mind is going to like Okay, I have my argument. What's that argument going to be? You know, like, they got straight hair. But I can straighten my hair, too, so it don't even matter. But, you know, like, they be like, oh, y'all wear wigs and all that. Like, that's get straight hair. And it's just like, you know, I feel like they be trying to, like, be like, you're trying to copy us by getting a straight wig. But it's like, my hair can be straightened, too. <laughs> like, what what are we going to do about people getting They're going to do what they want to do. Yeah, I And I just that. feel like you don't have to like it. But I don't, I don't, I haven't really thought about it. So I don't really have, like, I don't really feel a way, but I just feel like it definitely, what's the intent behind it? What, what was the intent behind it? I think that's the most important to me. Yeah, but I am proud to be a black woman and I'm proud to still, you know, be growing in who I am as a black woman. Mm -hmm. Um, I think every day I'm like learning different things about what I don't like, what I do like. Like there's, I made a list of what I need to stop doing. Mm-hmm. And because like when you really like sit with yourself and really analyze why you do certain things. Mm-hmm. Whew. Listen. It's just, it, I, it's funny. And so, yeah, I made a list because there's certain things that I do that I have to stop doing for myself and for other people. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'll get into that later. 
I think uh, another thing that I love about being a black woman, <laughs> going out and just mingling with other black girls, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, being at the club, and like, hey girl, you look cute, right. and you know, just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like you know when other black girls can feed off of mm-hmm. each other, and it just be real genuine. It's right. not fake. It's no, I think you actually are beautiful, and you know. Like, let's be friends or something, you know? So <laughs> I, I just love that, too. I think, you know, um, when you're around, like, assert the right group, because I don't know. I done been around some phony black girls. Mm-hmm. and But I, I, I don't want to say that also comes with, like, how you were raised or, like, the area mm-hmm. that you grew up in. But I think all that plays a part in it because that's mm-hmm. your environment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people just aren't like that. I will say... Like when I, like when I shared that experience with y'all, like when I first started at Howard, the day I moved in to how them black girls, I ain't know none of them. Mm-hmm. And then they just across the street saying, Hey girl, like you look good or whatever. I just not saying that I haven't had that experience in Chester or I was looking for it, but mm-hmm. I've just had more open experiences in that realm, like being in DC than I have at home. I feel like my experience and kind of that, uh, areas like I feel like just going back to high school I feel like people were like in competition with each other for some reason like the black girls and I don't know it wasn't me but just observing it just kind of seemed like that was kind of like the vibe amongst some people not all but like some people it just felt kind of like it was a competition like what's the beef <laughs> like for <laughs> real but am I proud to be a black woman I am very proud to be a black woman I think that it's good it's a good day to be a black woman um even though it definitely does come with its challenges but like you were saying I don't know what what I like if I wasn't black I don't know what I would be like what what would I I don't know like I genuinely do not know and I'm I'm proud like it's just like Yes, I'm proud of my skin. Like, I'm just, I'm proud. Like, I'm, what, James Brown say I'm black and I'm proud. Like, what else right, for I real? don't know another skin color. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We kind of talk about, like, we're proud and we are, like, superior. But what do you think of, and I haven't looked up, like, more current research and stuff like that. But there's research that, you know, says that, like, black women and I believe Asian men are like the least desirable of their race Mm -hmm. and you know how black women are just um but in like the most disrespected underappreciated kind of like person is a black woman so what do you guys think on that take even though we personally feel like we the bomb we the best but kind of how do you feel about basically I guess society don't think that I mean, I I think that that's true. I don't mm-hmm. think that um, that quote was, you know. Yeah, I don't think that that saying is false at all. Um, but I just also don't get why women, and especially black women, are not, like, protected in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really understand it i guess because it's just like why can other races be you know so 
have togetherness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to defending women, it's especially black women, it seems to be harder than, you know, defending other people. So I I don't know. It's just like that kind of stuff is like weird to me. I mean, you hear it all in music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the many ways that many black women are disrespected. I mean, calling you got men calling us bees, hoes, all this, and mm-hmm. I mean, you literally hear it in music. And I know sometimes I'll be bumping it like, yeah, that. <laughs> but then you listen to it so much, and it's like, dang, how much more of this can I take? Right. Even. I don't want to bring up the situation, but I'm going to bring it up. The R. Kelly situation, right? All those mm-hmm. black women came out. But even just in the past, the things that we've heard from other celebrities or other people in the spotlight that, you know, have sexually sexually assaulted or raped young black girls. Mm-hmm. How so many, so many of those girls came out. And you even, we, we even had people in our own community rallying for r kelly saying he didn't do this like mm-hmm. you know she mm-hmm. she came on to him and mm-hmm. like literally black women mm-hmm. <laughs> or or um black black women especially are i feel one of the most over sexualized oh, women yeah, especially sure. as a child especially dark skin yes oh, especially sure. dark skin women and i that's also something that is just mind-boggling because it's just like how is me looking a certain way as a child making you feel corny? <laughs> and why is that my problem? Right. right. And also, um, why do men question women when it comes to their sexual assault experience? Well, traumas, I guess. Yeah. And it's just like me wearing a short skirt or a short dress has doesn't not equal me to be getting raped like that like, doesn't mean that, i want it or i'm right for that it. doesn't make any sense to me like are y'all stupid yeah <laughs> yeah because and i I mean all that i mean i know a, a lot of what stems in our community and just in general in society stems from slavery mm-hmm. and you know like how um like how sarah i think her name is sarah bartman bartman but like she was um, they, she basically like white people had her or the Europeans had her on for like display. Right. Oh, or, the lady that had the, yeah, um, like the, the big, black oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian kind of recreated that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that. And how like literally they put her Did on for display. That? She was like mm-hmm. a cir- circuit, basically a circus act. Right. Mm-hmm. And like how, you know, they were mesmerized by her, but you know whether you want to look at it as being mesmerized is you're still like y'all treating her like a piece of meat. And mm-hmm. I can only imagine being in that time or being in her, her position, like what that felt like every night being put on display mm-hmm. of just white people looking at you like you, some type of creature or you a different, something different that they've never seen. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, Oh my gosh, that was another thing that we had in that class. And I had to do a project on her mm-hmm. And so it just like kind of opened my eyes to, you know, like you were saying, like how black girls really are overly sexualized and how we're not doing that. Y'all are doing, y'all are pushing that agenda on us. Mm -hmm. And I just, I really don't get it. I mean, and I don't want to, cause I've, I've had, and I know 
we've had some men in this family say like, you know, why are you wearing that? That's too mm-hmm. short. Boy, Annoying. Don't leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. You I know can my do daddy. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Me showing my body parts, even if a woman was walking down naked, like you were saying, in the street, she's not asking for it. Mm-hmm. If we all, if there was a, a black woman walking down the street with no clothes on, is does that mean that she's asking for sex? The one thing that I also hate that men in general, but I've also had more like instances where black men have done it. Like I've been walking in DC with friends before, right? Going to, you know, a club down U street, whatever. And I remember this one guy, like just, he just felt the need to like put his hands on one of my friends, like just slap mm-hmm. her butt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and really I had to fight. I, I lied to y'all Literally. not. She was like, y'all like, what's wrong with you? And he had a nerve to get buck with her, like in her face. Mm-mm. And we, I was like, no, we got to go. And so that killed the whole vibe that night because I didn't ask you to put your hands on me. And right. then I, I, re, I react like how you would. Mm-hmm. And then now you trying to like punch me in my face or something. Like right. what's wrong with you? Men love so, to be the victim. Oh my gosh. Yes, they do. Especially like that situation if you don't give them the reaction that they're looking for, like if I turn you down, you get in the whole attitude for what? It's so many women that you can talk to that probably want you, but just because I don't like leave me alone, like it don't make no sense. And it sucks that you have to be like appeasing or like, um, yeah, like basically appease Mm -hmm. so that nothing will happen to you. Yeah. It's just like that. You have to be nice. Yeah. Like men need to, Learn y'all moms, y'all family members need to teach y'all that that's not how you treat a woman. That's not how you approach a woman. And we don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. Literally. Not one thing. I don't owe you a hello. You know I what I mean? But sh- then it's just like women have been killed over not yeah. giving a number or saying or mm-hmm. like chased down and like stalked. And I'm just like, that is just so scary. And it's just like but I don't I don't want to give you my number. I right. don't want to do anything. I want right. to go on with my life. And Wait, it's just, just like that just reminded me of something. I forgot this even happened, but it was it was one day I was walking home. Like I don't I think I don't think you were in I think this was in middle school, so I think you were still in elementary school because Soraya <laughs> wasn't with me when mm-hmm. I was when we was walking home. This one was at four oh two. And so I remember like like I'm We'll say I'm a really observant person, and I just remember getting off the bus, and I saw this guy in my view, and I was like, "Why is he following me?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was trying to speed up, but and I just kept like looking back, and he 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 was right there, mm-hmm. and I remember like getting on my porch, and he was right behind me, mm-hmm. and. I think he was like, can I have your number or something? Mind you, I'm in middle school. <laughs> funny, but it's just like, I'm in the middle school. Like, why are you, like, he followed me from the time I got off the bus to where I got to my house. Like, Never and been. yeah, nobody was home either, but I had called my dad. Cause I was like, um, it was this man following mm-hmm. me. And I was just like, what the heck? Like you follow me for what? Like, yeah, like all the way from the bus stop to my house. That's hella weird. I had yeah. a similar situation like that recently. Actually, in twenty twenty, before the pandemic. Well, yeah, before the pandemic became the pandemic, mm-hmm. it was like mid February, right? And although I was only walking from 
um, like literally up the block just to go to this restaurant mm-hmm. to get some breakfast. I was walking and I think I was talking to my dad the whole, like the whole time I was there. And I just realized you can, like you were saying, like you're an observant person. I just noticed like something just fell off because like how you, how you can be in the, how you can be walking down the street and then you see niggas breaking their neck to look mm-hmm. at like, you're going to crash. <laughs> Keep straight. Oh, I remember it. Uh, that happened. That happened when we went to Philly. Well, Brittany and Ricky and Nate. And we were trying to find a parking spot. Remember? And you remember when we went to Philly, right? No. You know, it was me, you, Soraya, <laughs> Nate, Ricky, Brittany. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, we was trying to find parking. And then you, right. you got was- off the car to try to find tell Brittany to come like where we was at and this man was driving down he was like this when we walked past and I was like okay dang like you gonna crash even though he was at a stop sign but I was still like okay you're doing too much yeah and then like that whole instance this guy was coming from the opposite direction as I was walking this way and he turned his car like he turned his car around but I'm watching him doing this like okay no he not about to do this (laughs) and he did it and I'm still on the phone, like talking to my dad and he like slows down and I'm not paying him any attention. Mm-hmm. I turned the block and he's still there. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh no. And so I went inside the restaurant and, um, cause it was right across the street. I went inside the restaurant and I, I was telling my dad, like, I think somebody's like following me low key, low key. And the guy came around in the restaurant. He came like around the restaurant and mm-hmm. waited outside for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. I said, <laughs> Oh, that's ridiculous no. that's disgusting that's just that pisses me off i i was just i've never had anybody do that ever in my life before um and that was like the first instance and it kind of like freaked me out even though it was during the daytime but still mm-hmm. what are you doing exactly right. yeah i'm gonna have to get a gun <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. But, yes yeah. I'm, uh, I, they're not I'm gonna just gonna shoot them right i was gonna say that <laughs> like I'm gonna just have to shoot you. Yeah. Yeah. Self defense. It's just like that. Yeah. Men are just weird. It's like we do not be checking like that. Like, who? Why do you act like that? And I, I feel like it kind of does have to do with environment and upbringing, but also as a man, the I can't speak because I'm not a man, but just I feel like I guess their role or what they think their role is in society and in a woman's life. I feel like that plays a part and how they like interact or react and i'm just like it's just annoying it's just like we're not checking for you like that like wh- where's the respect like has mm-hmm. no one taught you respect that but yeah i want to go back to the sexualization just a little bit because i just i just need to say this like it's just like why as dark-skinned women we can be sexualized you want us for sex and the body but you don't want a relationship like you don't want to be seen it's just like you don't want to be seen right, with us right. but you want you want us and i think that's they very much unless you have like european features or features or you like air quotes look exotic as a dark-skinned woman no one's gonna want to be with you well not no one i, I want to say that that's not true but that's kind of the whole gist mm-hmm of it and i feel like that's why i don't feel like that's why but i'm not even mad at the women who do date outside of their race because especially because i feel like me with my own personal two eyes um, the amount of youtube that promotes interracial couples and on tiktok (laughs) literally i think 
the internet my fbi agent wants me to be in an interracial relationship <laughs> because the amount of videos like i don't i I don't look up no couple videos at <laughs> all. Like I never type in couples channel. I yeah. never type in couples. I never type in the word interracial couple. I never type in how we meet videos, <laughs> but it's always videos on my YouTube homepage. That's like interracial couple, how we met. I'll be clicking them. Cause I want to know, like I'll be wanting to know how people be meeting, but, but I don't look those up. I don't, I don't do anything. I'm obviously I'm interacting with it, but I'm just like, I, it don't even be a thought like it could be gone for months and then just randomly interracial but anyways I feel like I see a lot of dark-skinned women dating or marrying white men and that's just personally what I see in terms of interracial I'm pretty sure it's I don't know the statistics you know I haven't really looked it up or anything so I can't say but I feel like a lot of dark-skinned women like honestly I feel like every interracial relationship I've actually ever seen has always been a dark-skinned woman with a white man. And I'm not even necessarily mad at it because go where you want it, I guess. But I feel like, why don't you want me? No one wants to be a secret. You know what I mean? And I just feel like stop over-sexualizing. Stop sexualizing women, period. Stop sexualizing black women. Stop sexualizing dark-skinned black women. And respect them. I think that, and that's what Issa Rae was saying. She wasn't saying that, but she was just like, black women and Asian men need to get together because they are both um there's some fine Asian men uh, out here though there is right. there are um I just need I don't know where they height. Have, I just need height <laughs> 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 um and I think there was like an article a couple articles about that as well like black women and Asian men dating and like what that means and how they're like both similar basically it's a lot of stuff out there that y'all can look up but yeah <laughs> yeah i was about to say what y'all did outside your race yes honestly i feel like I it's a hard i can't really say like i want to experiment actually yeah. i saw i saw like i know for sure like if i do end up getting married i really do want to marry a black man but right. I <laughs> right if not i mean i don't know i feel like it's so many people, but I saw a TikTok and it was just like, the girl was like, like, I date outside my race, but I like casually date like white men. I would like never seriously date a white man. Casually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said that. And I was just like, yeah, like she was basically just like, I casually date white men, but like I would never seriously date them. Cause I mean, y'all heard it on what the second episode when I was like, swallow me, gallow me. <laughs> on like Travis Kelsey and who else who else was whoever else was white well he's he's a minority he's not black but (laughs) but yeah like so I do there are cute white boys yes I just don't know because I feel like every day is something that someone white does that just makes me (laughs) say that has nothing to do with racism or like nothing really to do with racism or anything it just be like something that I'm just like if they did that I would be annoyed like it will be no so i feel like i can't really say like i I, and it's just also to the race thing it's just like they be having secret group chats calling you hard er and them and stuff and i'm just like your nigger girlfriend i'm just like i she forgot to bring out (laughs) like (laughs) what and that would just literally like when i tell you that would piss me off yeah like we will be mm, fighting maybe but no, seriously. So that's why I'm just like, but yeah. So I feel like there are like other races that don't 
like black people that talk about them bad about them so i feel like it's hard but i feel like in the black community black people talk about you and colorism and all that so i'm just like Mm -hmm. listen just whatever your intentions are like we need to make it clear and i feel like that's another thing is defining like what respect means and defining for yourself so that you know like you might tolerate right somebody in a group chat secretly behind you you might do that (laughs) but for me that's not so i feel like if i was to date anyone honestly i would just have i i mean i have what i the things i want to find but in long yes i would date outside my race y'all just gotta be tall enough all right and have the values i'm looking for dating date with caution (laughs) exactly (laughs) proceed with caution yeah like i wouldn't mind but i i probably wouldn't take them serious like mm-hmm. how that girl said just right. casually <laughs> i don't think I, I don't think so it's just like i think it's because that's not where like y'all cute but like am i attracted to y'all enough mm-hmm. for me what? to be like i can do this forever mm-hmm. i don't think so yeah. <laughs> so are there any young women or like girls our age honestly that inspire you that's another thing. Like last week, we kind of talked about how seeing other people's lives, like on the internet, and you just be like, "I wish I was there." But I remember I used to hate Chloe and Hallie. I'm so sorry. I love you, girls. What? I love you. Like when it was on YouTube, oh. they used to always pop up on YouTube. Like, and I would just be like, <laughs> I guess I hated them because they was like out here, like just like living their life, you know. But there, when they was singing, I would just be like, <sighs> but I would be watching, but I would be hating. I'm. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie, but I love them now. No hate at all in the heart. But when they first started coming up, like when they got, maybe when they was like 16 and stuff, when did they put out their like first EP? Whatever age they was kind of, and like when they like was doing Coachella and stuff. So that was maybe when it was like 16, 17, 18, around that age. And I was just like, I'm not hateful, envious, but I'm just like, man like y'all really like getting careers like at this age yeah. and they really came up um really and wrong. them now it's just so inspiring that they're just like they have like they have careers they're doing what they love they're doing what they love and i think that's another thing that made me envious is it's like they not that i didn't have the ability or anything i mean i still got time but it was just like man like they just out here really like doing what they love as young people and i'm at home <laughs> but i think chloe and hallie are inspirational for me that's my age um i like naomi osaka mm, um, me too honestly <laughs> i don't know what people be getting about from her personality or whatever but i think she's funny and i actually like her personality because people was just saying weird stuff about her at one point mm. but yeah she's also really inspiring she i think she might be like 28 or 29 Mm-hmm. But um, Scotty Bean, mm-hmm. I love her so much. <laughs> I really do. It started from listening to Black Girls Podcast, and mm-hmm. then I just kind of just started following her own personal Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I think she just kind of uh, like carries the weight of like supporting Black women. Mm-hmm. I I just think like what she does like she does it out of pure love and mm-hmm. you know um just wanting to see like other black women excel and so i i just i think she's she you know she uses her platform um 
in a manner that, you know, up, uplifts women, mm-hmm. not even just black women, but uplifts women, period. And I just, I love her. I really do. Like, I admire her for just a lot of reasons, and that's, like, one of them. I don't know. Do y'all know who uh, Kennedy is? She, Kennedy Simone? No. Like, she go by, I think her Instagram is President Kennedy. Does she have, like, curly hair? Yeah, and she, so got she, glasses. Skin, she got glasses. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. She's very pretty. She is. She's really pretty. And I, she is so funny. I, her birthday just passed, and I really don't know how old she is. I want to say she might be, like, 27, 26. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I like a lot. I like, when I watch YouTube videos, I like people that it's not, it's different. I don't know. It's just, cause you know, like you have those YouTube, those YouTubers that I don't know. First of all, I hate intros. I just, I really do. Hi guys. Welcome back to my video. So today I went shopping and (laughs) or like when they have me, uh, the intros that I'm thinking about is when, and I see so many girls do it. And I think that's why it's just like really old, but when they have like the music playing and they got like 500 different photos and (laughs) Two and five seconds. Oh, like, oh, like their intro, intro. Yes, yes. I hate I, it. If, if it be like longer than like five, I if like if I, you know, like you can fast <laughs> I can forward skip it to two minutes because I don't, I yes. don't even care anymore. Yeah, I hate intros like that because there have been videos I've clicked They're out ugly. of because <laughs> <laughs> there have been videos I clicked out of because I'm like, why is your that kind of intro like you showing your channel name and all that thirty seconds and I'm just like right. that's too long. I Way think, too long. No, seriously. But it's just like channels like hers that just give me like a, like I feel like I'm talking to y'all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like, okay, this is just, but yeah, I like her because she's unfiltered. She's real. She just like give it to you raw. And I don't know. I just feel like I'm literally talking to her. Like I'm talking to one of my girlfriends or, mm-hmm. you know, how we are in this room right now. And so she talks a lot about, you know, topics that are going on and, you know, just, also, uh, again, uplifting women, period. And mm-hmm. so um, I just like the way that she utilizes her platform as well. I think, you know, people like that, they come from a genuine heart. You know, they're not really doing it. They're not doing it. Like, personally, when I when I think of Scotty and I think of Kennedy, I think they're, they're doing it because they really have a passion for it. Mm-hmm. Not because, you know, they out here trying to collect, you know, money. Which, okay, yes, mm-hmm. is a great benefit, right? right? But, like, that's not your prime focus. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that... You know, I like following people like that. I would say, I don't know, man. Like, I really have to or think that you about like. This. Maybe it's the wording, right? I, I think it, it's the it wording. be the wording. She just be thinking too right, deep. I think We're it, not yeah. saying we not saying you need to <laughs> love these people. Be at their feet. No, right. just somebody you like. Honestly, young black woman that I like. Okay, <laughs> they could be white. You say, oh yeah, they I say like, young woman. Oh, you say young yeah, woman. They could be, oh, I mean, these people yeah. are like our age. Oh, okay. Like the black estheticians that I follow on Twitter, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would talk say about them, because yeah. um, I follow, I follow two, um, and they are one. How old is she? She like, she like eight. She like nineteen, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, and it's another one. Uh, she she just turned. I think she might have just turned thirty this year. I think so. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would say those two. Shout out to my cousin. This is not really my cousin, but I really like Jacqueline Carr. Her personality is mm-hmm. very down to earth, very cool. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I really do like her. I really like her, and I also like Kiara Sheer. I was gonna say her um, too. I really I like, like her. her They're too. like I they just seem too. cool. Like I feel like yes, they are like women of God, but 
I feel like some women just be trying to like shove it down your throat. Um, but they just are down to earth. I would say Alyssa and Arnell. Mm, I, I like them. That. I don't really watch a lot of her anymore, but I do like her. Jackie Ina, even mm. though she's not in her 20s, but <laughs> I like her. I love Alyssa and Arnell. I would actually wish I was Alyssa friend for real. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah, really like she's a great photographer too. <laughs> she mm-hmm. is. She really yeah. is. I would say another person I like, these are YouTubers. Um, Glamazante. I feel like me and her would be cool. In the beginning, you said you didn't like um, the one thing about being a woman that you didn't like was having periods. Is there anything other than that that you don't like about being a woman? Um, I don't. I never experienced this, but maybe childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that. No, 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 no. Seriously, <laughs> let's stay there for a minute. <laughs> because I, re- I, I'm really, really trying to figure out, like God. How am I gonna do this, girl? I how just, am I gonna give a? How am I gonna give birth to a child? I just mm. saw a TikTok today, girl. <laughs> I was just like, it's so many. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, it's beautiful, but yeah, hold on because the lady was like, so basically, she was she felt like something was stuck in her vagina, and like after she had like gave birth, like I think I, she didn't really. I don't remember she said a timeline, but basically, she said her uterus was falling out and like pushing through her vagina her rectum what and um, wait was this the white lady yes yes i saw it was her like her video. uterus yeah. her rectum and like one other thing was, was h- hanging, hanging outside of her body yeah like it was like pushing through so yeah. that's why she felt the like whole? all of it yeah she felt like something <laughs> that's why she felt like something was stuck what? in there but her and her insides was falling through her vagina yeah <laughs> so like a bone no y- y- all of your it. inside like how is that possible I don't know. Things got loose. <laughs> but yeah, so after she gave birth, that like started happening. So I was just she like she said it went up uh, on its own. No, that lady had no that lady had a surgery. Oh, the lady I'm talking about, uh-huh. she said all of it retracted. Oh no. Oh. The, lady, the lady I saw, she had to get a hysterectomy. I also saw this one other lady on uh TikTok. She was she went through all her steps of after you have a baby. What the like how you have to spray mm-hmm. your vagina because oh, yeah, you can't because it's, it's hard for you to pee and how she you have to she's like put the pads in the freezer mm-hmm. get all this stuff you have you can't wipe you have to pat you have yeah, to spray it all spray up in there i remember when the riot <laughs> she had to do that <laughs> she was crying every time she had to go to the bathroom <laughs> it hurt yes it burns. like she was like literal tears come out of her eyes and i used to be cracking up like this what's the, i forget the name of the spray but yeah. they like give it to you at the hospital Does so the spray like, burn? no it's, it's supposed, supposed to numb cooling. yeah like cooling so you so it'll be easier for you to pee because it's it's gonna burn girl when you pee. it's so many things that i've seen or heard but also as a black woman you know the medical professionals they not for you so that's another thing mm-hmm. besides childbirth but just in general but that's another thing it's just like yeah the aftercare mm-hmm. is it's a lot that really does scare like childbirth really does scare me mm-hmm. I, I don't talk about it enough but it really does <laughs> like, terrify me i'm just trying to imagine a human coming out of my vagina that yeah kind of blows my mind right it's crazy it really is crazy yeah. no i don't even want that either you right know. yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just stomachs <laughs> together we could talk about the periods because yeah let's talk about that because i never used to get cramps and i'm just trying to figure out why 
why is this a thing? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, there was no other indicator. No other. No other indicator. Right. <laughs> like, I got to bleed red. <laughs> Not maybe like. It's really the pain for something. me. <laughs> it's all of it, but. It could have been a different color, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dead. But also thinking about it, it's just crazy. Like, your what is shutting? Like, your what? Yeah. Like, just think about what it actually is. It's just like. Do you Bro. remember when you first came on your period? I remember. I, I do too. <laughs> it was October 25th, 2011. Oh, wow. That's really specific. And I was in my French class. And it was right across the hall from the bathroom. So that day, and I was what? I was about to turn 13. So I was still, I was 12. Mm-hmm. So I was a little late. And like, I, listen, we can, we can. We could talk about this for a long time because I could tell y'all about my cramps. So I've experienced, like, I've experienced excruciating pain. But, like, and I've had, like, stomach aches, but my stomach felt weird, but it didn't feel like cramps. It didn't feel like a stomach ache. It just felt weird. And so I remember I was wearing my black American Eagle jeans. <laughs> I Like, I could tell you this in detail. <laughs> And I remember going to the bathroom. Like, it wasn't because I was in pain. It was actually because I had to go to the bathroom. And then I went and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do. So I was just like, okay, um, I don't know what's going on. So then I just went about my day. And then when I got home, I was just Googling, Googling, Googling. And I was just like, is, I was like, is this for real? I was Googling and I was just like, is it my period? Like, I just did not know. And then I was scared to tell my mom. I literally waited till like 9 p.m. to tell her. And I was just like, <laughs> like I kept, you know, when you go in your parents' room because you want to talk to them or say something, but you just don't. <laughs> I literally just, I kept, because you just don't know how to bring it up. Right. Like out of the blue, just be like, yeah. so I kept going into their room and I kept going into the room and I kept hanging out in there. And then like, I kept going to the bathroom as well. And I was just like, I kept going to the bathroom. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know I what like, to I say. How do I bring it up? I was like, I literally don't know what to do. And then, like, I was just like, okay, just do it. I was just like, just. And so then I went to the bathroom and I called my mom in there. And then I was just like, <laughs> and then she just brought me a pad. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was 10. And I was, I think we was with my dad. Cause I remember, I, I think this was the first time, girl, I don't know. When it happened, we was at Caltown. <laughs> and Caltown. When we came <laughs> home. Like, I didn't want to tell my dad. I was in the bathroom. I didn't want to tell him. But he had to call my mom because she was at work. Because I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I remember my mom, she had came home. And she was just in the bathroom with me. And that's how that went. Um, I just had so many accidents as a young child oh, really? on their period. Yes, so many. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, I it's ridiculous. I, I don't know what it was about. I think it's also because I never wanted to go to the school bathroom, mm-hmm. so I'm just bleeding on myself. Like, I remember, like, <laughs> in middle school, my friends always be like, "Check me, check me," because we had to wear oh, yeah. khaki pants. Oh, okay. And they yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. people like stand up and check me, check me. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I had so many so many accidents. Like I don't know why I didn't want to go to the bathroom, or maybe I didn't know like 
it was that bad. Mm-hmm. But right, like it was like a time kind of frame. Yeah, like you need to go, you need to go to the bathroom like every hour mm-hmm. and stuff yep. like that. Like <laughs> I didn't know that. So right. no, seriously, and I don't even know if I was not saying I wasn't told to do that, but. <laughs> I think I was in middle school because a lot of my friends had gotten their periods before me. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like a late bloomer, I guess. I think, I don't know how really old I was. I might've been like 12 or 13, but I was definitely in middle school when it happened. Yeah. It was at night. I went to the bathroom. My mom was asleep. I don't know where my dad was. He might've been like downstairs or something, but I had went to the bathroom, you know, just to pee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I look, and I, as I was wiping myself, I saw something I saw a different color that I just never seen before. And not I, I pan like in my head I was panicking uh-huh. and I was like, I can't tell my mom this because I don't know what's going on. Right. But I don't want to go to the doctor because I don't like the <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm freaking out in my head because I'm just like, all right, just act like you didn't see it. Uh-huh. You know? So I'm just gonna wipe myself. I go back to my room, but the whole time I'm thinking about it like I don't know what that was. Uh-huh. And the very next day we went to the doctor's. I think I went to school late. So we went to the doctor's office and I had to use the bathroom. So while we were in the office mm-hmm. um, or before she called me back, they have a bathroom outside the you know waiting room. And be- once I got in there, girl, I wiped myself and it- I saw red. It's <laughs> <laughs> <And> so- <laughs> I was like, I put my panties back up to a little bit because uh-huh. I didn't want to try to get the. Look. <laughs> I was like, Mom, can you come here? And she was like, and she said she already knew what uh-huh. I was about to say. I was like, I started my period. She was like, okay. <laughs> and got a pad from the front desk. <laughs> Yo, seriously, because I think, I don't know if I knew either to, mm-hmm. like, you got to change, girl, mm-hmm. every. Not even hour, every 30 minutes sometimes okay. if you're flowing that heavy, right, right. you know. And I remember, like, one time, I think that that um, that summer where we stayed down, uh, Trisha in them house, like, for mm-hmm. that week or whatever, mm-hmm. I was on my period, um, whatever, a few days. And I remember... <laughs> <laughs> I used yo. I don't even want to say this right now, but I'm gonna have to say it. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, okay, but I really didn't know what I was doing. Uh-huh. So I used to. <laughs> What's your stuff and tissue? And your Where Bobby, going? I used to do that. <laughs> but oh my gosh! All right, so I didn't know you were supposed to like. I mean, I knew, but I didn't want to. I guess my th- my thought was like, think I'm not supposed to put my pads in their trash can, mm-hmm. so I would take like the, I would keep the always brand bag mm-hmm. or like keep, <laughs> or keep or keep like um <laughs> oh this sounds so dirty but it's okay <laughs> you would keep the pads in there instead of throwing them in their trash. <laughs> I was collecting oh, dirty. Sorry. I'm really not. <laughs> I would, every time <laughs> I would, you know, wrap it up, but put it in there, put, but put it in a plastic bag, but put it back in my, <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Put them in the trash. I was like, oh, I didn't know. Bro, I'm actually, oh my goodness, but, but one Ooh, thing Lord. that I hate that 
Okay, so being in a dorm with another girl, if she not like super cleanly, it kind of that can be a piss off, mm-hmm. right? So, not saying that she wasn't cleanly. It's just there's certain things that I didn't like that she would do when it came to like when I I would notice like oh this is her time of the month, mm-hmm. and so for me like learning that experience, I realized you know nobody wants to smell a smelly pad. Like mm-hmm. stuff that down in the as far in the trash can if you can, right? right. And so this was probably like my second or third year at Howard and the roommate that I had, she was cool, but there was certain, like, I didn't like when she would just like keep her stuff on the top of the trash can. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to look at it. Mm -hmm. You know, I know we both women, but I, I just stuff it. I I raised you one. My roommate. (laughs) I didn't even confront her because I was just like, I don't. I just didn't know how to bring it up. Girl, you talking about stuff? No, this girl, this girl, she just no roll up, just patting the trash like blood. While you it could was open, Cheyenne. I didn't even see a ra- just pat trash, no cover, just <laughs> face up, blood. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I know you I'm lying, gagging, Cheyenne. No, I, I was, was. I didn't. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, "That's like you sticking your pad on my back." <laughs> I was just like, "You like, might as well just do that." And I remember when I called home and I was, I was just, I, I told them, and I was just like, "I don't know how to bring that." I don't know what to do. Like, in that moment, I was just like, I just left the bathroom because I was just like, "What am I gonna do?" Like, what am I gonna say? Like, I did not want to bring it up, but I was just like, "Bro, like, am I?" I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, but I was just like, I never, I've literally never seen that. Yeah. Having your period is just, well, cause I, I, I just realized this year I was like, dang, I might have to go back to the doctor because like I had ovarian cysts and if you ever had that, well, they sometimes can't be painful, but what you said ovarian cysts, mm-hmm. they hurt. Very badly. I think I had something similar to that. Or yeah. it might have they been that. can hurt or they can't hurt. I've, like, you might not be able to feel them. But, I mean, I was getting them every month for, really? a, for like, a year and a half. Hmm. Like, I was just always in excruciating pain to the point that I threw up every <coughs> single month. Hmm. And I was just like, it was terrible. I hated it. So, what is something that you wish someone told you as a young woman or, like, a teenager kid about becoming a woman i wish someone told me men are trash (laughs) i I don't i didn't grow up like boy crazy or anything like that um but i feel like i romanticized romance and i romanticized like i thought at 16 like because that's like kind of the conversation that's always surrounded like dating i feel like is like and portrayed in just movies and I could dive I could dive deep. Oh, please. I want to have a conversation with someone so bad just going deep into the media. But anyways, it's portrayed like 16 first boyfriend like or the movies like even like Disney like all high school musical. That was high school. You know, you thought you was going to get well, I thought, let me say. Not even thought, but like I romanticized that I've romanticized relationships, I guess, or boys mm-hmm. in a way that it's just like, 
Um, I wish someone told me you don't need a you don't need a man. I mean, obviously, I've never had one, but <laughs> oh well, it's not obvious. <laughs> well, it could be obvious. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that, um, or just because you've never had a boyfriend or anything doesn't mean you're less than. Because I feel like there was a point in my life where I was like, okay, I'm 16. Like, <laughs> what what's going on? what's going on or like okay okay 16 i don't care i'm 18 i'm an adult now you know i'm free free to coop 24 (laughs) (laughs) i'm like okay (laughs) now where they at but i feel like romanticizing um relationships i guess like it's okay to be single it's okay Mm -hmm. to and that's important i feel like it's important to kind of discover who you are by yourself and especially as a woman so um I am actually glad that I've never had a relationship um because I feel like it gave me a chance to grow personally just my personal experience and to really like say what I want and don't want even though I've never been in one I know what I'm I guess looking for I'm not Mm -hmm. looking for anything they're looking for me (laughs) no but I honestly like I know what I kind of I'm looking for qualities wise so I wish they were just like forget about them boys focus on yourself I mean not that I haven't done that but I feel like I really really romanticized it and I mean romance is my favorite genre I mean <laughs> romance movies I'm watching Hallmark movies every Saturday like I'm recording them so but now I understand um I'm older so I, I have a different viewpoint but yeah I wish somebody had just told me to love my body more. I think Mm -hmm. that's like the biggest thing, like being younger, going back to like the second episode that we talked about, you know, me thinking there was something like wrong with my weight Mm -hmm. because I didn't, you know, per se look like everybody else when I think it was really just a, in my mind issue being in my head so much Mm -hmm. Um, and being that young you know, why are you worried about your weight? Like, just enjoy life. Mm -hmm. That's what I wish someone had told me. Um, But that's also something that I never talked about with anyone. Mm -hmm. So if I was more open, I think someone, uh, an older woman would have told me to, you know, Mm -hmm. just love yourself. You know, be a kid. It's so many young girls that want to be older so fast. Mm -hmm. Literally. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. (laughs) Just... (laughs) a kid especially the ones that are like 11 and 12 you know just really be a kid mm-hmm. like enjoy your childhood mm-hmm. you know I want all our younger cousins like mm-hmm. Messiah and them to really enjoy like being in this stage of their life mm-hmm. and although they don't they may not even see it like that like we do obviously because we're a lot older now but obviously we didn't even see it like that when we were that young so I just want them to just love themselves for who they are like image wise inside wise you know don't worry about all the the big stuff yet because you don't have to be a grown-up right now you're supposed to be a child so stay in a child's place you Mm -hmm. know i just wish somebody hadn't told me that men are trash love your body be confident have fun as a kid yeah i would agree men are trash love yourself nobody is but I still want one. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean that there's not some goodies out here. Do you guys have any woman-owned or black woman-owned businesses that 
you really like or brands that you really like that you want to shout out that you want to say put people on to there's a this girl this woman she actually she's black she did my hair years ago Mm -hmm. like when i first ended up getting false locks like Mm -hmm. she did them and Mm -hmm. i wish i still had a picture but um i was in her home and she did them and i realized you know through talking with her and you know having a conversation that she makes jewelry and so her name i'm not i don't want to butcher her name but her her instagram for her jewelry is capel designs Mm -hmm. and she literally like it's kind of like her jewelry that pays homage to where she's from Mm -hmm. and so i i like i love it you know she has like you know earrings bracelets um I think ear cuffs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, and she's really like based right out of Delaware. I don't know if I said that already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's based out of Delaware and that's another thing that I love too. So I want to shout out her and her business, but her IG is K P E L L E dot designs. Follow her. Also there's this girl. She, her Instagram is shop Georgia clay. And I just, she's another black owned business. I found her this summer, this past summer, 2020. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, this is a really cute, you know, little boutique. Mm -hmm. And so I like her brand. I've purchased one piece of clothing from her, but I like her stuff. Love Yourself Boutique. It's in Philly. And she got a a lot of nice clothes Mm -hmm. in the boutique. If you go, you can obviously shop online, but you can also go in store. And that's where I got my graduation dress that I took photos in mm-hmm. and it's just it's so cute it's like a nice little quaint boutique right in Philly and it's just really nice 50 shades NYC that's a sunglasses boutique and um she just sells nice quality glasses I think at a pretty fair price I think we all you know Hanifa mm-hmm. brand I mean she set the tone like we was talking about this earlier before we started recording with the virtual fashion show mm-hmm I mean, sis really mm. did it. She, she did really it. Did. She did that. So <laughs> I purchased something from her back in like 2018, I think it was, uh, before her prices got a little higher. <laughs> That's, okay. That's okay. You're worth it. Trust me. I oh, would yeah. really spend every coin. And like, I still have it. And it's just like, you know, I love purchasing things, especially from black people, black women, mm-hmm. black people in general, and it's like quality material. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been like learning, you know, wanting to give more of my funds to black owned businesses, mm-hmm. um, you know, putting my money back in their wallet. I-, I would rather do that. Honestly, you know, just wanting to upgrade, like I want to just kind of update my whole wardrobe. Me and too. a part of that is like wanting to get more quality clothes not saying that you know oh i still can't shop at h&m or you know all these other stores but when you really shop with people that produce quality material it makes a hell of a difference Mm -hmm. especially when you got like quality cotton like there's another brand bbx brand she's another woman owned brand the it's cotton but it's the quality of the cotton that's Mm -hmm. different it's like the grade that i I was telling her like yo i've never felt nothing like this before (laughs) like I really haven't, and this is why I'm going to keep shopping with you because I feel like I got my money's worth. Mm-hmm. TLZL Femme. And her, I, I bought a pair of, like, leather pants from her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. Up, Amazing. She's another one. She's a little pricey, but worth it. You know, mm-hmm. when you got the I, – I budgeted to buy those pants, mm-hmm. and I got them, and they look good, and they feel good. <laughs> that even, like, these brands, they, they're not, like – subjective on one 
you know, particular size. Like they're trying to cater to everyone. Mm-hmm. I like the matte brand. She's black owned. I like um the stuff that she has on her website. She don't have a lot of stuff, but um I like her designs on her website. Um, I would also say for these are for pictures, like black owned painters, I guess. I would say Bria Prince, that's one, and Kaylin Devon. I think that's how you say it. But as far as like prints go, I like a lot of the both of their stuff. And I would say also the girl that do my eyebrows. Uh Bitter Fox Studios. She's in Charlie Square. She's black owned. Um, I would highly recommend her, you know, if you guys are in the tri state area. She's in Delaware. She is Charlie Square, upper level. Um, I would definitely check her out. She really does a good job. Um, and she's clean as well. <laughs> yeah, for me, I have um, Shantae Lundy. She's the founder of Black Girl Sunscreen. I use that sunscreen. and I use that sunscreen um, as well. And it, it hasn't caused me any problems. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't broken out from it or anything. So, to me, it's good. You That's know what really I mean? good. And, you know, it was made for black people. Because, um, you know, they be look, having you looking ashy with the regular sunscreen. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, so it's not going to give you a bad flashback, basically. <sighs> um, and then I was, I've been on Etsy um, buying stuff. So I can shout out the black-owned businesses I bought for Etsy. I believe these are women. So I bought a, a candle from this one web, this one Etsy shop. And it's called... I'm trying to figure out what the actual name of this it's called oh it's called mind your own beeswax llc but on etsy um it's m-y-o-b-l-l-c all one word so it's just abbreviated and the candle i got is beeswax and if you just look up um kind of like i guess the best wax for like a candle um most like articles say beeswax and i believe on her etsy she does explain why beeswax candles are like better so you can read more about that um, and my candle smells good. And then um, I just bought something from this one website called BC's Body Butters. And um, they have just like shea butter, like body butters. And it was good. It smelled like cake. I also bought one from T's Better Butters, T-E-E-S Better Butters. And they in Jersey. So she's in Jersey. My apologies. So, yeah, check those people out. I do want to shop more women and black owned, um, you know, and you guys, you got to spend that money, but it's, if you give me good service, I will, I will definitely, you know, buy your stuff as well as good products. So. I will also say, even though I don't use her products, um, the honey pot products, mm-hmm. I will I say, say her as well, like dying to try the products <laughs> and just. Yeah, Every time Target. I go to Target, ain't no more love. Yeah, so right. She uses her products. But I would say her because she's a black woman and she has built, you know, a brand for herself. And, you know, that's cool. I'm tripping. <laughs> I got two more. Okay. <laughs> like that really, you saying that hit me to say, okay, so first of all, I'm going to say um, use brand. I just recently started shopping with her. Um, and that's M-U-S-E dot B-R-N-D. She's mm-hmm. black owned and the 
thing that I brought from her was a sweatsuit. And when I tell y'all the quality of that sweatsuit is crazy, <laughs> I said, girl, definitely shopping with her again. I, I just started recently following her and her brand. Um, I want to say her name is pronounced Myasia, but I, I don't want to, again, butcher it. But um, definitely quality, quality, quality. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. It's just quality. <laughs> she got quality clothes. That's it. And as far as hair, I started doing wash and goes mm-hmm. like this past summer too. So mm-hmm. maybe June, July, um, the do, the do brand. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so the owner, Maya Smith, when I tell y'all the whole, the whole collection, like I have so many products from her line mm-hmm. and I don't know, I have been wanting to buy hair products from her line for like years now. I just kept putting it off. Mm-hmm. And so I finally did it um, in 2020 and I, I, I hate myself because I didn't do it earlier <laughs> because she, so I've, I've tried so many hair products. Like we can, we'll mm. talk about this yes, in another cause... episode, but I've tried, I've tried so many hair products. It's not even funny. I've spent so much on hair products. It's kind of ridiculous, you know, being in my hair journey, but this brand is something that I will not let go of. So I've, you know, what wash and goes, you think of like, looser hair textures, right yeah. <laughs> and so I just never I was but I was never upset that I couldn't do it I was just like you know I can't do that with my hair and that's fine mm-hmm. but there's a product that she has and it's the big papa gel also her brand is kind of centered around old school hip-hop music like just how it's packaged and everything and even like the wording that she kind of does mm-hmm. she drops a lot a lot of knowledge too just on her personal Instagram of you know proper hair care mm-hmm. you know and that's what I appreciate about her too and her brand you know she's not just trying to get a quick buck but she's really making products out here for women that you know feel like they can't do this with their hair because society has told them that they can't do it or YouTube mm-hmm. is telling them that they can't do it mm-hmm. when half the girls mm-hmm. on YouTube is trying out different products too and they don't even know what they doing right. you know yeah. and so her big papa gel um she just came out with it um this past summer and that was my first time trying it. And that was the first time I felt confident to go outside with a wash and go. Mm. I was like, yo, okay. Keep you <laughs> right. So definitely her brand. If you have not tried out her products, please do. It's worth every penny. And it's not even like they're costly. But it's even if she did raise the price, I would pay it. So <laughs> right. it's worth it. Right. And know? it's at Target too. So yeah, yeah. it is yep. pretty affordable. Very affordable. Yeah. Some of her products because of how new they are, they're not in like Target yet. Mm-hmm. You can still go on her website, but like, like you said, they do sell them in Target. So, mm-hmm. well, that concludes our episode. We hope that you enjoyed our conversation. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to rate. Be sure to comment on uh, whatever platform you are using to listen to this podcast, as well as be sure to follow us over on our social media pages we are on instagram we're on twitter and we are on tiktok at confess of a two the number two pod c-o-n-f-e-s-s-o-f-a number two p-o-d and where you can also engage with us more and learn more about us we hope to see you guys next week and we out Peace. See ya. Fly like a bird. I need you, oh Lord. I forgot the words. Sorry. Sorry, Mariah. Sorry, Mariah. You dig it?